Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. And you're here for episode number 315. It is Sunday night, and I am recording for Sunday. That's right. I'm actually recording at the end of the day. I was tempted for a moment to say, eh, you know, I'll go to bed and then I'll just record second period tomorrow. But we have a short schedule because we have a Veterans Day assembly. So I thought, no, I'm going to do this tonight, especially because the story is fresher in my mind. And um, I want to get back in the habit of doing this on the evening of the day itself, because I, I just think it is better that way. And hopefully you, dear listener, will agree. So today, the Sabbath day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm glad you're here, wherever you are, whenever you are, listening to my sharing. So today's gospel was the widow's might. Very familiar story. And a very simple story, I think, actually. The story is that Jesus is sitting in the temple. And after sort of observing how the religious leaders walk around and find clothes and lord it over others. And excuse me, I had to stifle a yawn there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how they lord it over others and just think they are all that, Jesus observes, points out, a widow going to the temple tax box, the box for the quote-unquote required donations, and she puts in just two pennies. And Jesus observes that it was out of her weakness, out of her poverty that she was able to give this and that that was so much more valuable than even a much larger sum would be if it was given out of one's excess and one's abundance. And this is a common theme we see in the Gospels. And I think it can often be misinterpreted as, well, just give till it hurts because we sort of think, well, you know, this was painful for this widow to give this because she wouldn't, you know, have any anything left to eat or do other necessary things. But I, I think that's a misinterpretation. I think rather that we give out of our brokenness and we recognize those moments when we may have so little to give and I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about time, attention, energy, comfort, whatever it might be. But yet we just, we give anyway. And we have the faith that God, who is the great multiplier, because that's what God does, think, loaves, and fishes, that God, the great multiplier, will expand and increase whatever little we have to offer. And I heard a story today from someone at church, and I thought this was a very interesting story. And it, and it um, 
reminded me of this very same theme, this theme of giving what we can and knowing that maybe it seems like a little, but God will multiply it and increase it. So the storyteller was saying that he was in a coffee shop recently, a place that I have hung out once or twice. And I guess he frequents this coffee shop and knows the baristas. And he was talking to one of the baristas, a young woman, probably in her 20s. And uh, the conversation, uh, this was last week, um, probably, I guess, Thursday, it must have been, or maybe it was Friday, but it was just a, a few days ago. And he asked the woman how she was doing, you know, making small talk. And he said that she got upset and not hysterical, but upset. And she said, you know, I am from that town in California, Thousand Oaks, where the shooting was. This is the shooting, you know, Thursday night, Friday morning. And she said, I knew two people who were killed, two of my friends were killed in the um, nightclub. And the storyteller was just surprised. You know, you don't think you might meet someone who is personally affected by a tragedy two-thirds of the way across the country. You know, from here to cent- in central Ohio to southern California is a long way. But yet this woman had this connection. And the storyteller said, you know, he, he just didn't know what to say. And being a religious person, he could have said, you know, I'll I'll pray for you or it'll get better or God is with you. But he really felt that those would be inadequate. So he went and, and sat down and kind of rummaged around in his bag just to see, you know, what was in there. And at the bottom of the bag, there was a, a little wooden cross. And I can easily imagine this wooden cross because I, I've seen these. I have these. These are, you know, like retreat crosses that you get, little maybe one inch, one and a half, two inch crosses. And he said that he already knew from previous conversations that this woman barista um, had a faith life. She had fallen away from church and wasn't currently going to church, but, you know, Christianity was something in her life past experience. So he gave her the cross and he said, you know, I I really can't give you much, but I, I, I give this to you. And he said he saw her put it into her, you know, apron, the, you know, the pocket that was around her waist. So he went back the next day and, you know, kept her in her prayer, in his prayers and, and thought about her. And he went back the next day and he said that they started talking again. And she said that the fires that are in that part of Southern California, there's two terrible fires burning in California, one in Northern and this one in Southern, which is not very far at all from where the shooting was on Friday. This barista said that she was personally affected by that tragedy as well. She said her childhood home burned down. Her elementary school is gone in the fire. And she's worried about loved ones down there. And again, the storyteller was just floored by this this, this tragedy and, and just how close and how personal it was and how this young woman was twice affected within just a few days. But then she said, with, without the storyteller saying anything more, she said, 
you know, thank you for that cross you gave me. You know, she said, I, whenever I reach down into that apron pocket and I go for a pen or a pad, a paper to write on, she says, I feel that cross and I hold that cross. Nobody can see me doing it, but it means a lot to me and it helps me know that I'm not alone in this. So thank you. So I think of that little wooden cross and, and the storytellers feeling in the midst of that moment where this young woman is just suffering so greatly that he feels that he had nothing to give. And if he would have given the standard thoughts and prayers line or cheer up or God is with you or any of those things, which may all very well be true and be valuable to some extent, he wisely did not. And he just gave her what he had, something small and simple, but it made a difference and it was meaningful and it was a sign, a symbol, a conduit for God's love and God's care and God's comfort in the midst of a difficult time. So the story has stayed with me today and I really heard and felt God's presence in that. And it's a good reminder for me if I'm in a situation you know, what would, what would I do? What could I give? Is there something that I might part with that might make a difference? And I don't know. And we'll see if the time comes. But having heard the story and been inspired by the gospel, I feel more equipped and more ready, if the moment comes, to give from my weakness and from my simplicity that I will be ready and able to do that. So in conclusion, when recently have you felt spent? Have you felt overwhelmed? Have you felt that you had nothing to give? And in those moments, did you feel God's presence? And were you still able to share something? maybe something physical, something tangible, time, attention, whatever it might be, but were you able to share something that quite possibly made a difference in someone's life and conveyed the presence of God to that person? As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your being here. Blessings and peace.